Joining me in studio right now, I have Jason Adamo and uh, Doug Castine. And uh, we're here to talk about Jason Adamo's brand new record. It's called Transistor. It's up for sale on iTunes and your website and Amazon and everywhere like that. Where was it recorded? At uh, Well, it was produced by John Briggs, who is formerly of the local band Only Midnight. Mm -hmm. We did it at his home studio in yeah. Pittsburgh, out in the middle of the woods. Just in a, It's actually a vacant house his dad used to own yeah. that he's living in one room of. And so it was basically recorded in his bedroom <laughs> because that's the only room that has furniture in it pretty much. <laughs> it's a it's a big collaboration between uh myself, Doug Castine, songwriting wise. My brother Chris took a couple of his poems, turned them into songs for this this record, and John Briggs actually has had a hand in writing a couple of bridges here and there. So he's you know, collaborating right. on the record as well. So it's one big collaboration. Yeah. Now that song we heard was Los Angeles. You played out there a couple of times, you're playing there in about a month. Right. Yeah, we're going to do another showcase at the Viper Room August 19th, next yeah. month. How many times have you played out there? Since 2004, about uh, half a dozen or so times, yeah. different venues around in and around L.A. So why do you go all the way out to Los Angeles? Well, for, for different reasons. In 2004, I was on tour with Carrie Judd, who's a singer-songwriter uh, originally from L.A. We met up in Philly. We did the East Coast thing, and then we started going west and hitting cities on the way out. We did three different shows when we hit it. LA at the Hotel Cafe and a couple places in Santa Monica and that was like the end of the tour. Right. Uh, my sister at the time was living in Venice and I just spent like 10 days with her at the end of the tour and just fell in love with, you know, especially the Venice Beach area and stuff and it's basically, you know, whenever there's an excuse to go out to LA yeah. and play, yeah. I'm there. I have but a cousin also, who cleans celebrities aquariums. Nice. Like giant aquariums like a scuba <laughs> diver and he dives into these like giant swimming pools. Is his name Deuce? No, it's they not Joe. <laughs> he, he was like, yeah, last week I was at Nicolas Cage's. Uh, nice. He's got like a massive aquarium in his house. But yeah. There are some ridiculous out houses out there, that's yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're playing in New York City. It's coming up. Yeah, here, this this right? next Thursday. Oh, this Thursday. Yeah. Um, the 29th, we're going up there. Uh, a couple months ago, we've hooked up with uh, management out of New York. And so it's part of another reason I'm going out to L.A. We're going out to L.A. is to showcase the, the managers uh, setting up some showcases for some right. industry folks. So, so what's the point of playing L.A. and New York City? I mean, you're getting away here from North Carolina. Well, those people live there. It's, it's that, where that are coming the industry out. is. Yeah. yeah, it's where the industry is. It's right. where the, the people that you need to see you are. They're too lazy to come down here. Yeah, <laughs> they can. We want to get them out here. There's such great music out, out in Raleigh and Durham. But yeah. yeah, occasionally we'll they, down they come here. down to check out bands, but we're... Um, you know, we were invited to go up there to play at the Rockwood Music Hall next week, so we're we're not going to turn that down. No, no way. Well, uh, why don't we go ahead and play a live track here? Awesome. What do you think? Uh, what, what song are we going to play here? This is, again, off the Transistor record. This is called Forever. All right, and once more, you're listening to the local beat. I have Jason Adamo and Doug casting in. They're going to be playing some brand new tracks off of Transistor. Yesterday, I walked along the back road of my youth. That's when I think I understood there was nothing I could do to bring me back to that moment in time. But 
the memories remain on that lane made out of luck. Hold my hand and say goodbye to that old house that's not for sale. It ain't the one that got away. Forever Forever It's there to stay forever Time keeps on ticking by 
with every day and every cry we're closer to forever forever oh, we're closer to forever And that song is live here on The Local Beat with Jason Adamo. The song is called Forever. It's off of his brand new album called Transistor. This is another song off that album. It's called Guilty Bystander. WKNC, that's Logan Pate with his song Reach. Before that, we had Jason Adamo with Guilty Bystander and a live version of Forever here in the studio, also by Jason Adamo, who's joining me in studio along with Doug Castine. Fellas, thanks for coming in. Um, Thanks for having us. Now, Doug, you wrote several of the songs on the album. I did. Uh, Jason actually uh, allowed me to, uh, to pen a few songs on there. Yeah. I allowed you. Guilty Bystander was one of those, right? Yes, that's correct. That's correct, yeah. Anything? Which other songs did you write? Um, uh, what else did I write? Uh, bring it back. <laughs> I know the record more better than he does. <laughs> <laughs> what song guitar. did I do? <laughs> bring it back. He wrote and innocent, the last song on the record. Yeah. Right. Uh, just songs from personal experience. Right. You know, get, hooking up with Jason and starting to play with him about a year ago really brought the music back in me. Uh, it was a, a great opportunity, and we've had a, a really nice. Um, songwriting experience together so yeah doug came into um the blue martini where i was hosting open mic uh, a year and a half ago yeah and he just started playing guitar again after a few years of not gigging out and stuff and um not only was he a great guitar player but eventually he told me he he wrote songs too and when he brought um those three especially he brought maybe five or six to the table when we were in the studio i just said yeah man let's do these three right here definitely and then we handed over to john briggs who produced the record and he just turn them into what they are on the record. Doug, how do you feel about uh, Jason here singing your, your songs? Oh, I love it. It's great. I mean, he sings better than I do. I have a, <laughs> I have a different voice, but uh, I think we were um, we, we snuck in one of the songs that the other night at the poorhouse, and it was my original version. just happened to be on my iPod that <laughs> right. we were playing over. <laughs> and uh, we, so we got to listen back to the original version. All the guys were kind of yeah, kind of interested in that on your Reverb Nation. It wasn't page, that right? bad, really. Yeah. <laughs> Some of those are up on your Reverb Nation page, right? That, that's true. Yeah, I do. I do put my own versions up on uh, on my Facebook and Reverb Nation. So page. it's cool if you want to if you hear the songs on the record compare. and you want to yeah. see what how Doug wrote it. You hear the Genesis. They're very different. Well, how how is it different? Well, basically, it's, it's a guitar and vocal on his. Right. But then also the when we formed the song in the studio, we changed some some verses here and there and. Um, Maybe added a chorus when you might, might not. Yeah, have had the, it. the arrangement might might change a little bit better to suit the song. I mean, my versions are are a little more laid back, um, but that's what happens when you go in the studio and and then the song 
sometimes can just develop its own own life, and it's yeah. kind of neat to see how it turns into something else. A little bit about the recording process here. How do songs change from you bring them in, you write these these tracks, how do they change from the moment you step into the studio to once the album is produced? Well, Anything drastic? Yeah, actually, yeah. Um, Raleigh Nights, um, I wrote that with my brother last year in the beginning of 2009, and... There, it was more of a rock song when we started writing it, and since we had, since we wrote that in January or so of 2009, by the time we got into the studio, it was, I guess, in the fall or something, we were talking about recording that for the, re-recording it for the, this record, Transistor, and it was just kind of, it didn't fit the record, and so we one day we were in the studio, I just started playing it in like a country, kind of country, twangy kind of, kind of joking around for the most part, and then John Briggs said, hey, if you... I like that. If you if you sing it like that, I'll record it and we'll try to make it fit the record, and then it's on the record. So sometimes it just spur of the moment kind of things in the studio, and can change the genre of the song. You know? Yeah, absolutely. As far as recording with John Briggs, what? Why did you record with him? Why did you choose him? Uh, my last record, uh, Sunflower. He he's one of those guys who plays everything, like literally everything, and real well, like drums, bass, keys, guitar, sings harmonizes all that stuff he came in and did about three or four instruments on my last record and we've known each other since playing in chapel hill since 2004 2005 his band only midnight used to play at um east end martini bar almost every weekend and the nights that he wasn't playing my band was playing so we we knew each other but we were kind of comp- each other's competition back then for you know that spot especially in chapel hill but then we became friends and through the the last record we became collaborators in a, in a sense where he was adding some instrumentation to my songs and we went down to Miami to finish the vocals on that last record and it was a great trip and you know since then we've become even better friends and when talks when we started talking about recording an, um, a new EP which Transistor turned into a full length he said you know what if it's just a few songs let's go out to my house in Pittsburgh and we'll, uh, we'll just bang them out there and then 13, actually 20 songs later, we had to narrow it down to 13. <laughs> That's right. We narrowed it down to 13, and there's Transistor there. So Yeah. As far as Transistor goes, how does this compare to your other recordings? Uh, it's a lot different, man. It's um, Especially with Briggs' influence, um, he made me go back to my um, 90s, where I was all all about Pearl Jam and you know a lot more harder rock stuff and, and kind of went away a little bit from the soul aspect of my last record. Still a touch of soul on the transistor, but it's a lot more driving guitars and ham and organ. It's more of a rock album. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And then and then Doug, as a guitar player, he wrote a lot of the riffs uh, for at least half the songs. And the way that he wrote the guitar riff changed the way I would sing a song because I'm trying to find a melody to what he's playing. It can't help but change the way it, it turned me into more of a, a rock singer for this this record than a soul singer. Yeah, and I, and I think what's special about this. This album is that the songs, you know, all come from our experiences over the last last year or two. Yeah, and, definitely. And they're all real experiences. I mean, we feel the songs that we're playing on here, and um, not you know, not that, that that wasn't the case in your last album, but I think with all of us in that, we really put our heart into it, right. and, and I think it it shows on the songs. So when you guys write songs, you base them off of actual experiences that have happened to you. You don't sort of make up a story or, or an emotion or a personality. Well, when I first started writing songs, anything went, anything goes, you know, kind of 
uh, one of my songs, Texas Train, was uh, I've, at the po- at that time when I didn't when I wrote the song, I'd never been to Texas. I'd never traveled by train. I was just sitting playing like a you know kind of a bluesy riff, and I was like, Texas Train, that's the name of the song. Now let's write the lyrics. Now it's you know ten years later, I'm become a I th- in my opinion a better songwriter. Um, and then life's experiences, you know, really help you grow up a little bit. And I got married a couple of years ago, and uh, my brother Chris was is in the middle of unfortunately going through a divorce. So in his lyrics and my lyrics combined, especially on those few songs we co-wrote, they're a lot more personal, personal, definitely personal experiences, but they're a lot deeper on a deeper level right. about just life and some of the bad things about life that you know really get you down or. You know, there's some uh, there's some love songs on the record too. So there's some happy songs. There's some a little bit deeper songs and sadder songs. But Doug, you want you can talk about your what you wrote. You know, well, I think it's just mainly writing from. writing what you feel. You know, not saying I want to write a song about you know uh, you know going out or something. You know, trying to come up with an idea. You you write because you have to write the song. You know, it needs to come out. And I think that's it's an inspired. Yeah, yeah, it's inspired. Right. And I think that is. Um, one of the differences on this album, at least, you know, I feel it when I when I listen to it. You know, I mean, there's songs on here that I listen to that are almost hard to listen to sometimes right. because they're so personal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Like Patricia, for instance. Um, Patricia is my mom's cousin who put me up in, in New York City uh, when I lived up there from 2000 to 2003. The first line in the song is, you didn't know me from Adam. Like, not you, but, <laughs> you know, you, know that. I mean. you didn't know me from Adam, you know. <laughs> Um, Ego boost. I said, <laughs> I wrote that about you, Adam. <laughs> Thanks. No, uh, I called my mom and said, hey, mom, I'm thinking about going up to um, do an internship at a recording studio. And my, a lot of my family f- still lives in New York, my extended re- uh, relatives and stuff. She said, well, call Cousin Pat. She, she still owns the old um, family brownstone that's been in our family for um, 100 years almost um, in Brooklyn. And uh, I said, mom, I don't I might have met uh, cousin Pat when I was two, and I don't. We don't know each other at all. She said, "It doesn't matter. You guys are family. Call her up." So I called her up, and she um, she said, "Wait, now who is this?" <laughs> I said, "This is Kathy's son, Jason. Um, I'm coming up there t- just for the summer, just for the summer, which initially it was to internship to do an internship at a recording studio. And can I can I rent a room from you?" And she said, um, "Hmm. Well, let me call you right back." <laughs> She had to think about it. She had. She never got married. She never had any kids. She was, you know, cousin Pat. She was always on Avenue K in Brooklyn. If you wanted to see cousin Pat, you had to go to that street in Brooklyn. Um, she was very. She was a workaholic. She she was a dean of students at Brooklyn University. She was a very busy woman. Um, and for a twenty at the time, twenty one year old, to call her out of nowhere, who she met when I was two, um, to say, "Hey, can I come live with you?" I could, she had to take a few hours to digest that. <laughs> she called me back. She said, "You know what? Um, the old family house is kind of tore apart. But my cat's tore it up, you know. But I'm I, I bought a house across the street. I'm renovating. If you can put up with construction, you can live there." And I said, "Yeah." And she goes, "Oh, and you can live there for free." I said, "Whoa!" So New York City, which is very expensive, living there for free for the summer was done deal right there. Um, when I from the day one when I moved in, it was it's actually her birthday. We you know we had a birthday cake and all that stuff we just acted like we were you know we said we had seen each other two or three times a year since like my other relatives in my family so we, we became really close and um through my through that three the three-month experience which was supposed to be three months turned into a year and a half living with her wow 
because I decided to stay up there and pursue yeah. music up there. She encouraged me to, you know, to follow my dream, quote unquote, to to do it and uh, to go out there and play all these clubs in Manhattan and try to get your foot in the door. She also was very level headed and she said, you know, if it doesn't work out, you can go back to school and blah blah blah. blah. And she was she dealt with college age kids on a daily basis at her job, so she was really hip. You know, she was um, we could she was forty years older than me, but we became really close. Long story short, and it's, it's going on for a <laughs> while, short. sorry. She was a real sweet lady. We be, she was like a second I mom I learned some me. things this time. <laughs> right, right. Um, here's the sad part, because in 2003, I moved down to Raleigh. Uh, we still kept in, in good touch, but she went in for a hip replacement surgery, and uh, due to complications, she passed away. So from 2006 to 2009, I though I wanted to write about it, I never actually sat down and, and let the emotion come out on um, on paper. So when we decided to do this new record, I just sat in front of the computer and uh, typed up what I originally called Thank You, Patricia. So it was finally like a uh, a thank you for everything that she was for me and everything she did for me. And then through the recording process, we just shortened it to Patricia. Yeah. So Let's go ahead and play that. What do you think? That was a long setup for this song. <laughs> <laughs> this song is it's called Patricia. It's by Jason Adamo off of his brand new album titled Transistor, live here on The Local Beat. You didn't know me from Adam I was just somebody's son I had a nice way of begging You had a nice way of letting me learn From my many mistaken identities Hoping that one day I would find my true one Hoping that one day I would find my true one And you gave me a history Of a family long gone And I still try to recall Memories shared in the sun Strumming my melodies As strangers walk by you were sipping your tea, never asking me why. Why had it taken us so long to meet? You see, you were only name I'd never, ever been down on your street. You were only name I'd never been down on your street. So thank you, Patricia, for all that you were for me. You know your words I still recall. Keep me chasing down my dream. Thank you, Patricia, for helping me find the real man inside of me. It's taking some time.
is Patricia. It's by Jason Adamo live here on the local beat. We're going to throw it up to some Roman Candle. Come right back with some more Jason Adamo. And that is another track off of Jason Adamo's Transistor album. It's called Without You. Before that was Roman Candle with Eden was a garden. And I guess, Jason, we only have about five minutes left. Five minutes. Uh, but we do want to mention that you were playing almost every single Monday at the Poor House. Yeah, starting in uh, July, we, we held a residency or holding residency at the Poor House. We'll be back there August 2nd because we're going to be out of town. Right. So not this next Monday. Right. And how long is this residency going to go? Just to the end of August. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Well, cool. So you could catch Jason Adamo. Free show. And Doug. Yeah, at the pre- at the Poor House every Monday night except for next Monday. Mm-hmm. A different local opener on each show, too. Right. Well, cool. And we also want to mention, you just made a music video for one yes. of your new songs, uh, Raleigh Nights. Right. Uh, one co-written by my brother, Chris. We uh, we were approached by the Her- Carolina Hurricanes to have that song be played at the, all the home games this season. Wow, great. And Kane's Vision actually set up three different days where we did a video shoot in and around Raleigh. Right. Mostly at Brooklyn Heights downtown, but we, then we did um, more square park. The, whatever the song mentions, you know, right. we try to get that in. So you can check that out at YouTube. Cool, and we'll have that up on the Local Beat recap blog. 
Awesome. As well, well, congratulations on that. That's, pre- that's a pretty big deal, I think. Yeah. Have your songs played on... Uh, it's going to be a sports Carolina. anthem. Yeah. Lucky t- <laughs> <laughs> oh, and free tickets. Yeah. Hopefully. Well, Even cooler. Let's go ahead and, uh, and, and play Rally Nights. Awesome. And get out of here. Is that cool? Let's do it. All right. And once more, you're listening to The Local Beat. This is Jason Adamo, whose song Rally Nights off of his brand new Transistors album. Coming up next, we have Wesley Wolf. He'll be in studio. She told me she would see me in another life She said the end is near, my friend, I think she's right I'm lost in the shadows from the cavalcade The smell of disappointment just crept my way I saw the girl I wish I knew With tired eyes of sea pale blue Trying to smile but she lit right through me Drink, let's put an end to this night. Take me home, it's alright. I had enough to drink, let's put an end to another Raleigh night. Well, I'm trying to go, nostalgia makes me stay. The house band's very last tune is played. It's a wispy number from the lemon head. It ushers in old rusty thoughts of summer of 92 A blonde haired girl who smelled just like a Saturday in June Could it be it's really been that long I still see her in a blue convertible Her little Carolina hands just waving in the wind Take me home, it's alright Had enough to drink, let's put an end to this night Take me home, it's alright I had enough to drink, let's put an air to another Raleigh night Alright You know we shared a laugh, but now it's gone It was stolen away by that fortunate son You had your doubt, you were gonna be the one It's in these moments when the lies are stripped truth called face to face It's the fight of your life for the life that you hate So take me home It's alright I had enough to drink Let's put an end to this night Take me home It's alright I had enough to drink Let's put an end to this night Cause yesterday is leaving Yesterday is gone Yesterday is ready to be left All alone Yesterday is leaving, yesterday is gone, yesterday is ready to be left all alone, all alone. I walk on, I smell the pines, and my fight dim as the words burns on. The shadows of Martin Street remind me I'm no longer incomplete. Despite what the voice. In my head repeats Got it figured what's wrong What's right in the key 
keeps me from tripping on this Carolina moonlight. I might keep smiling, but it's just satisfied. It's just another one of those Raleigh nights. Take me home. It's alright. I had enough to drink. Let's put an end to this night. Take me home. And that is Jason Adamo live here on the local beat with Doug Casting. Fellas, thanks so much for coming in. Thanks a lot for Thank having you. us, man. Appreciate Wesley it. Wolf is up next.